check me out on Spotify. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcast, or if you're watching on YouTube, this is fun. I love doing this. I love talking to the camera. Uh, got a little bit of crazy person in my in my jeans, um, and it's fun. It's kind of like therapy for me. I get to talk to myself. No one else wants to hear what I have to say about all this stuff that I like reading about. And I am a I'm the type of person that's a projector, so I learn one thing and I, I even if I'm not really a hundred percent sure about it, if I just learn one thing and I think it might sound good I want to just share that message with everybody so we're going to continue with this message with uh, this week on consumer knowledge and how making informed decisions as a consumer is very important uh, last week I, I talked about like toxic chemicals being added to uh, food beverages to uh, food containers and even crazy chemicals being added to stuff that we wear. This week, there is um, some news released about um, a dietitian academy, a, a group of nutrition and dietetic dietitians that are part of this group, and supposedly this group has uh, pretty extensive ties to large corporations. So corporations related to the sugar industry, the processed food industry, and this study was from the Cambridge uh, University Press, and the title is The Corporate Capture of the Nutrition Profession in the USA, The Case of the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. This is a pretty extensive read. Um, I'm going to link this in the, in the show notes so you can uh, take a gander at that, but the objective of this study was the involvement of the unhealthy commodity corporations in health policy and research has been identified as an important commercial uh, determinant contributing to the rise of non-communicable diseases. In the USA, health professional associations have been subject to corporate influence, and this particular study explores the interactions between corporations and the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics, or it's called AND. So this is the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. Um, I'll probably reference this as AND throughout this conversation. So uh, the, the, the design of this study was put together by, let's see, one, two, three, four, five authors. And the design was conducted uh, and then. Uh, an inductive analysis of documents from 2014 to 2020, so over a five-year, six-year time frame, they obtained through the Freedom of Information request to assess key and actors, so Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics actors, dealings with food, pharmaceutical, and agribusiness corporations. They also triangu triangulated this information with publicly available data. So I'll move on to... Uh, Food Politics. Um, the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics, and formerly uh, known as the American Dietetic Association, accepted millions of dollars from food, pharmaceutical, and agribusinesses companies. They also had policies to provide favors in return and invested in ultra-processed food company stocks. This is according to a study that was published in the Public Health Nutrition. The study was produced by a public health group that obtained tens of thousands of pages, internal academy documents through state public records requests. 
The documents show that the Academy and its foundations invested funds in ultra-processed food companies. The Academy's investment portfolio in January 2015 included 244,000 in stock holdings in Nestle and 139,000 in Pepsi. The Academy Foundation Investments portfolio in June of 2013 included 209,000 in stock holdings of Nestle and 125,000 in Pepsi-Cola. The list of food companies donating to and is extra uh, extraordinary long. It goes on for pages. The Academy accepted more than 15 million from corporate and organizational uh, contributors in the years from 2011 and 2013 through 2017. The Academy top contributors in 2011 and 2013 were the National Dairy Council, um, Abbott Nutrition. So these are large corporations. I don't I don't know all of them. Abbott, uh, there's one called here, Labbit, Abbott Laboratories, the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics Foundation, Pepsi-Cola, Coca-Cola, Hershey, General Mills, uh, Aramark, this, this list is pretty uh, extensive. This information is, is pretty remarkable. These documents show that the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics invested in food stocks and accepted donations from junk food, sugar, and soda makers, even as it trained its dietitians who teach us how to eat. Pretty crazy. Uh, this is from the Washington Post. A few institutions have as much influence on the public's eating habits as the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics, which helps shape national food policy, and it trains thousands of dietitians who help people decide just what to eat. These newly released documents show that the Academy has a long history of financial ties to big food companies, including to many that sell and market ultra-processed foods that have been linked to obesity, type 2 diabetes, and other chronic diseases. This, this is just crazy, right? I mean, if this corporation really cared about what, uh, about our health as Americans, then they, they wouldn't be so tempted to accept these large donations from these companies. Uh, the documents described in a report published on Monday in the Public Health Nutrition, a peer-reviewed journal, included thousands of pages of the Academy's financial records, tax returns, and some internal emails they show that between 2011 and 2017, the organization took more than a whopping $4 million in donations from food companies and industry groups, including some of the world's largest producers of soda, sugar, candy, and ultra-processed foods such as Coca-Cola, Pepsi, Nestle, Hershey, Kellogg's, and Conagra. I don't even know what the hell that is. It says the Academy not only accepted sponsorship money from big food companies, but also invested money in food industry stocks. For example, the documents show that in 2015 and in 2016, the Academy held more than $1 million worth of stock in Pepsi-Cola, Nestle, and J.M. Smucker. I mean, the J.M. Smucker is kind of good. I mean, it's not bad. I eat it every now and then. Let's see. The documents were obtained by U.S. Right to Know, an investigative group, long at odds with big food companies, but also saddled with its own controversies. U.S. Right to Know disclosed on their website that they accept funding from the Organic Consumers Association, which has been linked with the anti-vaccine movement. <gasps> oh, my God. The, or the organization has also said it's investigating uncertainty over the origins of COVID-19. All right, this got a little crazy here. 
Uh, the Academy has long been criticized for partnering with processed food companies, but the full extent of the financial ties to the food industry, but not had been, but has not been publicly disclosed. In a statement, the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics called this new report inaccurate and misleading, and it said that it had stringent guidelines and principles for its corporate sponsors and supporters which prohibit external influence. So these people that are donating hundreds of thousands of dollars have no influence on the recommendations that this group uh, the of the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics is putting out. They have, they have no corporate influence on the messaging or the news or the data that they put out that shape how us Americans eat. I call bullshit on that. While the Academy has faced criticism over its years uh, due to ties with big food companies, it's a private organization and its confidential financial records are, are shielded from public scrutiny. The new trove of documents only came to light because Donna Martin, a former Academy president who works for a public school district in Georgia, used her school email for matters related to the Academy, put in those communications in the public domain. Donna, what an idiot. This is all your fault. They were just shoveling money, just breaking in the dough for, you know, tens of 20, probably 20 years. And you fucked it up because you decided to use a public email account. I can't believe it. This report from the Washington Post says that Pepsi-Cola provided more than 486000 in funding, and Coca-Cola gave the Academy at least 477000 in funding. Hershey also gave the Academy roughly 368000 and Nestle gave the Academy over $200,000 during the period of 2011 and 2017. But they had no influence over the messaging or tips or recommendations of what to eat for us Americans. That's what they say. I mean, they they put out a, re- a press release that said they have everything buttoned up and nothing, no corporation or alliance has any kind of influence on them. So I believe them. The Academy's financial supporters included sugar industry trade groups like the Sugar Association and the Corn Refiners Association, as well as the influential lobbying groups for the soda, beef, and dairy industries. The records indicate that the Academy acknowledged that certain levels of financial support gave contributors more influence. Companies that paid sponsorship fees were given specific rights and benefits, Meanwhile, donors, grantors, and supporters were defined as those who made a a charitable contribution with no expectation of a commercial return. Today, the Academy lists more than two dozen supporters on its website, ranging from the Haas Avocado Board and the Mushroom Council to Tate and Lyle, one of the world's largest producers of high-fructose corn syrup and other sweeteners. Another one of the group's supporters is the National Confectioners Association, a trade and lobbying group for the candy industry whose members include Hershey, uh, uh, Mondelez International, Mars, and Jelly Belly Candy Company. Who doesn't like Jelly Belly? I mean, come on. Okay, so here's the response from the, this is the official response now from the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. They say this report is a calculated attack against more than 
112,000 credentialed nutrition and dietetics practitioners whom the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics proudly represents. This report contains numerous factual and methodology errors, omissions, and information taken out of context. They're just throwing words out here. They're backed in a corner, so they're going to clearly say that everything's taken out of context. But they read the information from your fucking email, so I don't know how it's taken out of context. It's, it's plastered all over the internet for all of us to see. They go on to say that today's report, which purports to be an academic study, is in fact a secondary survey of internal correspondence from a single source. A member of the Academy's leadership over a period of several years, there is no significant rigor in this methodology and the data is presented without context. Well, the data is data. It doesn't really need context. It's email communications between this highly ranking member and other key members of your organization. The Academy members and advocates for shaping policies and practices to advance positive food choices that improve the health and nutrition to the public. Through their assumptions, omissions, and distortions, the authors of the report have done a serious disservice to the Academy, our members, and the entire nutrition and dietetics profession. Mm, I don't think that's right. I think you're doing a disservice by accepting large donations from these big corporate corporate conglomerates that peddle sugar and processed food throughout our nation. The Academy of the Foundation have always been committed to accountability through transparency and annual reports, scientific integrity principles, research priorities, and the public policy advocacy, blah, blah, blah. It's not so transparent. I don't, I disagree with that. So here's some uh, key relevant facts that's documented by the Academy. The Academy has stringent corporate sponsor guidelines and principles, sponsors and supporters, and exhibitors that are respectful of these guidelines and principles, which include but are not limited to the Academy's programs, leadership, decisions, policies, and positions are not influenced by sponsors. Doubt it. The Academy's procedures and formal agreements with external organizations are designed to prevent any undue corporate influence. They are full of shit. They even go on to say in this official response to this new report that was published that the Academy has never altered a position statement to benefit a corporate sponsor. And I think this response is just all fluff. And I think the people that follow the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics, um, I think they can see through this bullshit. It's mind-blowing to me the stuff you find about about corporations receiving money and and all that influence that it has on us consumers uh normal people we don't have the time to investigate dig in a little deeper to to get to the real message and there's still good news outlets that we can follow out there um but it just takes time and most of us aren't going to dig in to find out this kind of stuff. And it's pretty alarming that this uh, nutrition corporation that is its goal or objective on its website is to uh, spread awareness about healthy eating and, and, and diet and nutrition and, and supposed to give um, value-added recommendations for everyone in America. And I believe at the core of it, at the core of it, they want to do this 
but they're captured by the corporate uh, funding that they're receiving. And it's pretty alarming. We can find a thousand examples of similar cases just like this. Anyway, we'll do more like this. This is fun. I love doing this like, you know, consumer knowledge stuff, whether it's about diet, whether it's about stuff we wear, stuff we put on our body, stuff we put inside our body. I love doing little things like this. So if you have something, feel free to shoot it my way. I'd like to dig in a little bit. It's I'd love to see um, who's funding corporations to do these studies. When a new study is released about a, a new trendy diet or a vegan diet or a carnivore diet, I love seeing who published, who funded the study. It's, it's pretty eye-opening. So anyway, that's all I have for this week. I hope you enjoyed this. Let me know what else you want to hear. Be sure to hit subscribe. I got more coming. Love you.